2: hey i'm tanya moore stand-up comedian writer host and if you didn't know it your favorite actor i will be talking about the representation of the black female on the where are we now podcast with the one and only miles hart
3: So welcome back guys to another episode of Where Are We Now, a short series hosted by myself, Miles, uh, in collaboration with Dancers Network, uh, focusing on the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm joined this time by special guest, Tanya Moore. Say hello, sis. Hey. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have this conversation. It's a big conversation that we're having today. Um, so we're going to be talking about the representation of the black female. That's a lot. Is heavy. That is heavy. That's a lot to, gonna, to put on me, right? <laughs> but we're going to do what we can in this little episode, and you know, continue the conversation that we um, should always be having. Uh, so let's start with you. So you are an actress, comedian, writer, voiceover artist. Is there anything that you don't do, sis? Yes. What do you not do? Sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, that one resonated, babe. It hit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. Okay. What
3: is sleep? <laughs> what seven is hours. I tried to huh? set. It one- I tried to set seven hours once on my um, on my Apple Watch. You can like set like a sleep cycle. Yeah, I've yet to achieve that, and I've
2: had that for about two years now. Really? Yeah, no. Do you know what? In the last three months, I've been managing six and a half hours. Really, babes? I feel like a brand new woman. Wow. Well, you look good. Thank you. You look good. Is that six and a half hours. Is <laughs> that six and a half? <laughs>
3: So you actually started, according to Wikipedia, because you're you're a Wikipedia bitch. Shut now. up. Yes, you started your career, myself. yeah man, in 2012. Is that true? You started like your acting and Comedy everything. career, no, yeah.
2: Comedy career in 2012. Yeah. Okay, so when did you when I've did been doing start? acting since I was seven. Okay. So I've been doing theatre shows, plays and mm-hmm. stuff. I started drama school um, and I've been doing dancing since mm-hmm. I was three. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the field. For a while for a minute um my mum with all of the love that she has for me <laughs> really didn't think this was going to be a career path for me yeah because you know like that whole thing of get that get security, a real job yeah. yeah all of that stuff go to an office once you go into an office they're happy mm-hmm. and it's like but me going to an office is making somebody else happy but facts happy. yeah so um she's a bit now Hmm. It took us a while Now
3: you've won a few awards we've, a few We're have we here now Now you've been on Netflix We're here now On some Channel
2: 4 we're, series We've done some things, things. <laughs> And now I walk into my mum's house with all of my chests. <laughs> okay. Yes, Hey Joyce, no I don't With but. your chest <laughs> and your checks Hello <laughs> <laughs> But yeah it's been, um, so 2012 is when I started doing comedy Yeah And it's really funny because that's the thing people know me for now Yeah But I've done way more things before mm-hmm. that it's just that I think comedy is what brought me uh, probably to the forefront mm-hmm. more so than anything else before this time so what led you into comedy do you know what I just finished doing some dancing I was doing some teaching and I I hadn't been on stage for like about two three years mm-hmm. and I, I was hosting like dance events and stuff yeah but I was like that's not that's not enough but I didn't want to go back into like acting and be all in there at the moment because I wasn't i hadn't had a good time mm. i'd done a couple of like um movies i'd worked with like julius abadume and people like that okay. but it's it wasn't really hitting the way i wanted it to hit I, I think my impatience really got me then because when i did the job for julius <laughs> i had a 6 a.m call time and i wasn't used until 8 p.m
3: yeah see those you see days. i wasn't
2: really they don't you, they don't teach you that in uni they really don't they didn't tell you they that they don't so that hit me. Real. Yeah. I came out of uni. I got that job. And it was like, bang. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. On that's, your phone for hours and hours huh? just waiting. Yeah, I even had time to sleep. Mm. Wow. That's,
3: that's getting in that much.
2: six and a half hours. Listen. <laughs> and because I was still dancing, I was like, all right, let me just focus on dancing for yeah. a little bit. So we did that. And then we went to World Hip Hop Champions and we won that. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. We came back. And then I was like... Well, I'm not going to come back and just start doing the same thing again. Not mm. for something that I just really don't love like that. Mm. I, I knew I loved acting like that, yeah. um, but I didn't want to go back to that. And then one day, my friend was like, "Why don't you just try comedy? See what happens." And started. So, so, was you just like funny from before? And that's I was, what yeah, I was a massive clown. I, I'm yeah. a massive clown. My yeah. friends call me. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but yeah. my friends call me a dickhead. Yeah, because I am top dickhead. Yeah. However, when I'm at work, I'm at work. They don't see top dickhead. just yeah. See work, Tanya. Yeah, when I'm at home with my friends and my family, it's just dickheadery Dickhead all, <laughs> all day, all day. So, do you think that comedy
3: is important in black families and in black culture? Oh yeah,
2: because otherwise it's just pain and trauma. Wow, it? we need to find something to just get the relief, mm. and I think that's why we are so tapped in and talented. Those of us that are creative, mm-hmm. whatever part of the creative field you're in, you're really into it, mm-hmm. and you it, it shines and it comes almost naturally. Because we have to find it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even that we just, you know, have the luxury of saying, oh, I fancy doing that right now, let me try that. Yeah. It's it's, 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 it's need, I think, in the black community. We need to be able to laugh. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just going to be sad all the time. Tapping into when you said
3: uh, we need it because of the pain and being sad, like being explicit, where do you think that derives from, that sadness and that pain?
2: Oh, God, that's ancient. That's age old. Mm-hmm. That's history. That's lineage. That's... Generational—that's all the trauma that's come from before—and mm. I think this generation now, I think we've definitely got a better understanding of what we need to do. Yeah, I don't know if everybody knows exactly what steps that's going to need, and when I say that, I mean the strength is going to take to take those steps. Yeah, I don't think everyone's ready to do that yet, and that's why we're still in a little bit of a divide. Yeah, um, but I think we, we're in a much better space. In terms of knowledge mm-hmm. and uh i think we should stop being scared facts right scared of like
3: talking or being talking true selves, walk. walking being mm-hmm. your true selves
2: yeah. just being loud and proud of it because yeah. we're not an embarrassment mm-hmm. we're not the lesser than we're yeah. not do you know what i mean we are out here we actually contribute
1: yeah and we've contributed mm-hmm.
2: in history whether they want to report it or not. Well, we've, we've, yeah. We've been here, we've been doing. Yeah. And um, we'll continue to do. And I don't think we should act like... When I mean, we walk into a room where we're where probably, you know, one or two of. Yeah. Don't dim your shine. Yeah. In, in that case, shine brighter because yeah. there's more space to fill.
3: Saying that, do you ever feel like you have to do more when you step into a space where you are the only black woman there? Do you feel like you... Like either consciously or subconsciously, do you feel like you have to not necessarily compensate, but like you said, shine brighter? Yeah,
2: I understand that as a question. But me as a person, mm-hmm. I take pride in being myself in every space I enter. Mm-hmm. So um, I never play up to or play down to Yeah, whatever anybody wants from me. They're just going to receive me. Yeah. And that's it.
3: Do you feel like um, black women may feel that they need to do that? Definitely. Do
2: like, yeah? yeah. I mean, I've only been in this skin... For, I would say, the last decade of my life. Mm-hmm. But growing up, I would definitely play up to the room or down to the room. Okay. And it is a, it's, it's a feeling of feeling like, it's, for me it was anyway, a feeling of like inferior. Feeling like I needed to please them. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to be who and what they needed me to be so I could stay in the room. Yeah. Or be reinvited to the room. Um, it wasn't until I got older that I recognised that. That's heavy. That's not the mood, yeah. That's weighty. It's not nice, and nine times out of ten, when you're trying to do something else, you end up messing up anyway because that's yeah. not who you are. Fact. So it looks
3: worse. Oh yeah. But
2: babes. Yeah. And so then you leave there feeling two times as worse than you would do yeah. because
3: because you w- you didn't even do what you went to do, you went and, and it's still messed up else. anyway. Yeah, it
2: doesn't even work.
3: Wow. <laughs>
2: babe, he's a bit mad. He's a bit mad. <laughs> it's a cycle, and then you're in this hamster, and you're going down into this hamster cycle, and you're going down and down and down, and down because the more you think about it the more you get angry the more you hate yourself the more you hate yourself the more you think about it the more you get angry yeah and it's just you keep going
3: and when do you when do you feel like you stopped that cycle or learned that it was a cycle
2: and that it related to the color of your skin it was definitely uh, just over a decade ago when i like started looking into therapy okay so i could figure out what this was because i didn't like some of my reactions to things i didn't like the way that I approach some things, like even in my approach to it, I could feel that I didn't like it, but it's the only one I knew. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I wanted to go and figure that out. So that's what I started doing. Do you
3: find uh, different reactions when you're doing your comedy from different re- from different audiences, specifically race? Yes. Okay. Go, speak
2: as in more do about I that. find it different to
3: the reactions when you deliver your comedy oh, yeah. to white people, and oh, black people? Oh god!
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that I like? mean. Black people, not even just black people, just people of culture, people yeah. of ethnic people, 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 you know, the others. Yeah, us the lot. Others, yeah, um, mm-hmm. we know how to laugh and have a good time. Like, yeah, we, you feel laughter in mm-hmm. a in a cultured room. You feel the happiness. You feel the smiles. Even mm-hmm. you feel it in a white room. They laugh, not all of them. Let me not let me say that in a in a middle class room, upper class room. Yeah, the laughter's is like this. Yeah, oh, I can't hear that. Shrugs, yeah, it's just shoulders, <laughs> yeah, the <shrugs>. shoulders, <laughs> yeah, and it's holding the mouth, the shimmy laugh, yeah, and it's and it's tapping the print oh, I like this one, yeah, it's oh, oh yeah. I like this one, I like this one, oh, yeah, I like this one, oh, she's good, yeah. oh, she's good, <laughs> yeah, 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 and then having the, I see why, why they brought after, her after the gig to be like, you were good, and that's it, and that's that's the praise, really, that's it. And it's it's not even that they didn't enjoy it because they do because they invite you back and you and mm. you get the same thing over and over again, it's it's just people like that middle class upper class people think that us loud laughing loudly is uncouth they think that is not yeah. the thing to do, but they don't realise that you are the worst comedy audience as a result because I need to hear the laughter in yeah. order to continue, do you know it fills my soul to get the laughter. So how do you even how do you cater to that? I just talk about it on stage. Or yeah, I talk you? to okay. them about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like I know you're laughing politely, but this taking <laughs> time to be polite, yeah? Because I ain't, I'm not from where you're from. So in order to make me happy, to make you happy, so we can all be happy, I need to hear you laugh. Fact. I need someone to say ha ha. Yeah, Let somebody do something other than this shoulder shrug. Other back. than the shoulder, this is. I'm giving not me doing Mel a L dance B. class right Mel B's now. No B's. <laughs> <laughs> giving me. I think I want you back in the <laughs> middle of my set. Can we not? <laughs>
3: This episode is going to have to be underneath comedy like this (laughs) anyway. So you you did speak a little bit about history earlier on. So obviously you recently filmed Drunk History, Black Stories. Mm. Did you learn anything new about yourself when doing that?
2: I think that I was playing with myself before. Like, black women, we're strong, you know. Mm. And when I say that, I know it's hard to hear as a black woman, you're strong and independent and all that because they put you in a certain category. Yeah. But the strength that we have isn't the strength that it's... When you say strength, you probably picture, like, a bodybuilder. Somebody Mm. who's... But we have strength in love. We have strength in care. We have strength in... Yeah. We have heart, man. Like, you just don't... You can't beat black women when it comes to getting shit done. Mm. You can't. We do that. And I think... I I definitely was drinking from the systemic tree sometimes when it comes from, when it comes to stepping into some rooms and not really knowing what I bring to that room instead of, you know, I should have, I should have been thinking about that instead of thinking about uh, how they feel about me being in the room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the shift that needs to happen. It's about knowing what you bring to that room and focusing on that only Mm -hmm. because, I can't be responsible for people's thoughts and feelings about my skin tone. Facts, yeah. This is the one that I have. And so let's get over it and let's move. What's next? Do you, And I have to make that shift in the energy in the room. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you feel like shows like um, that focus on, you know, the black experience,
2: like the show that you just uh, filmed, do you think they're necessary? I think necessary. I just don't like that we had to highlight that it was black history. Yeah. Just let it still be drunk histories then. Yeah. Because you're still separating it. If it's going to be Drunk Histories Then yeah. it
3: just be Drunk Histories Because there are some that, that might say Oh this is ours And it's nice to say This is you know This is ours This is black X, Y or Z Whatever yeah. the thing may be But then We've also got the Why can't it just be Yeah
2: because if the fight Is that we're supposed To be seen as everybody else We're supposed yeah. to be Considered normal mm. If normal is The show is normally Drunk Histories Then we should just Be doing Drunk Histories mm. um, But it, you know the, You can't tell the TV company what to do with their shows. Yeah, unless, just, they're, unless they're, they're black the at the top. We know they, they aren't. And <laughs> then they're really not.
3: Where did you learn about your culture and your black history? Mostly at home. At home. Yeah,
2: in my community, in my village. I grew up in New Cross, so yeah. it was very... Um, and you're originally from London, right? Yeah, originally mm-hmm. from London, born and raised in New Cross. Well, I was born in Greenwich, raised in New Cross. And... Um, you know later in life moved to sydney but it's always been southeast always been lewisham based mm-hmm. most of that area is predominantly caribbean and african anyway. yeah, yeah yeah so it's always been an, i've always i've just lived in it yeah i've lived in culture i've been friends with loads of different cultures as a result of going second school college and uni being the only black girl in my class it's just been a wild wind of me traveling around the world about leaving lewisham You know what I mean? And it's been, I think it's been beautiful. At this age, I can definitely look back and say, my mum made a good decision sending me away to that school because there's certain behaviours I'm prepared for now in the world that I'm in. What Um, do you mean by that? Caucasian Mm behaviour. There's certain behaviours that I, I'm not shocking to me. I've been dealing with this since I was 11. I know how they operate. I know how they move. And it's about, for me, knowing that, and navigating myself around that, so it works for me. Yeah, you
3: know. Um So having said that, you receive most of your like teachings about Black history and stuff like that at home and in the community. Would you say that there is enough Black history taught in schools and re- readily available in the UK? God no. no. That
2: one month is rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And technically, <laughs> when you think about it, you only ever have history like what once a week, so you're only getting four hours a, a year. Mm. That makes sense. No, yeah, After it's everything crazy, we've yeah. done, yeah. that doesn't make no sense but for, for the rest of the year you can tell about Christopher Columbus and Henry the wives please because if i hear one more wife if i hear one more <laughs> and another beheaded is long <laughs>
3: So do you when you were getting taught this history, was it mainly American history or black British history? Of course it's American history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course it's
2: Martin Luther King. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course it's I Rosa had a Parks. dream. Yeah. And of course it's recite the poem to me and let me know why Rosa didn't why why was not you know what what blah, blah. why Rosa <laughs> said no. We got there in the end. Why do you think that is? What do you think has happened to the Black British history? It's been hidden. It's been burnt. It's been sold. It's been retold. Mm-hmm. It, we, you know, they were selling Florence Nightingale when they should have been selling, selling Mary Seacole. Yeah. It's, you know, it's all of these things. And it's, you know, I'm, I say this and if you want it at me, feel free. I'm going to ignore you. But I just think they definitely know they are not the superior race. Mm-hmm. But they've managed to get enough people in power To maintain this position over us because we are all the things and whenever we walk into any room or into any space we always leave there and people normally end up talking about us yeah because we bring all of the vibes you really just gave me shivers then when you said that babes we are all of the vibes all of the vibes Mm -hmm. and we need to stop playing with ourselves and acting like we're not all of the vibes saying that do you ever feel like you have
3: to do more when you step into a space where you are the only black woman there. Do you feel like you, like either consciously or subconsciously, do you feel like you have to, not necessarily compensate, but like you said, shine brighter? Yeah,
2: I understand that as a question. But me as a person, mm-hmm. I take pride in being myself in every space I enter. Mm-hmm. So um, I never play up to or play down to yeah. whatever anybody wants from me. They're just going to receive me. yeah, And that's it.
3: Do you feel like um, black women may feel that they need to do that definitely like,
2: yeah? yeah i mean i've only been in this skin for i would say the last decade of my life mm-hmm. but growing up i would definitely play up to the room or down to the room okay and it is a it's, it's a feeling of feeling like it's, for me it was anyway a feeling of like inferior feeling like i needed to please them mm-hmm. like i needed to be who and what they needed me to be so i could stay in the room yeah or be reinvited to the room um it wasn't until I got older that I recognised that that's heavy. That's not the mood, yeah. That's weighty. It's not nice. And nine times out of ten when you're trying to do something else, you end up messing up because anyway, that's not yeah. who you are. Facts. So it looks worse. Ooh, yeah. But babes. Yeah. And so then you leave there feeling two times as worse than you would do yeah. because
3: you w- you didn't even do what you went to do, you went and, and it still did messed up else. anyway. Yeah. It still didn't
2: even work.
3: Wow. But <laughs>
2: It's Babe, he's a bit mad. He's a bit mad. No, it's, a, it's a cycle, and then you're in this hamster, and you're going down into you're this hamster cycle, and you're going down and down and down because the more you think about it, the more you get angry, the more you hate yourself, the more you hate yourself, the more you think about it, the more you get angry. Yeah. And it's just you keep going.
3: And when and when, do you, when do you feel like you stopped that cycle or learned that it was a cycle and that it related to the color of your skin?
2: It was definitely uh, just over a decade ago when I like started looking into therapy okay so i could figure out what this was because i didn't like some of my reactions to things i didn't like the way that i approached some things like even in my approach to it i could feel that i didn't like it but it's the only one i knew yeah do you know yeah so i wanted to go and figure that out and so that's what i started doing
3: so i would like to ask you another question black women when you think about the black woman sorry what do you see what comes into your head
2: it's a mixture of people
3: that's beautiful that you said that because that was going to be
2: it's a mixture of people because i fangirl a lot of black women yeah and when i say fangirl there's ones who i respect in their craft might not yeah. be my cho- choice of lifestyle or whatever i just respect you yeah because you are who you are and you're doing it with all of your chest yes. And you can only but respect that right and then there's ones who I'm like I really like what she's doing And it's great And then there's ones I'm like oh, fan. We gotta do this Yeah Let me see Be one my one. friend Like hello. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what I've had one of those I've had one of those experiences Where I've, I've, I've friends with somebody who I really liked and since then I don't want to be friends with anybody who I really find, girl. is it no oh, no in case you ruin my idea of who also, you actually are also that also I don't radar. want that I like this distance that we have let's keep Let it me be girl over here and yeah you do something I'm gonna come support you yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, all I want is a fucking photo yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be there at the end are you going for drinks I'm not coming no. I don't want you my last to train. Win. I don't <laughs> want you to ruin. Listen, I thank god this person so hard and I spent one evening with them and now I'm like I'm never doing this again. Oh no. Yeah, I don't like who they are in in reality. Yeah, so that's I'm, not... I'm, i want to go back to being a fan. Yeah. Over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's women who are fangirl mm-hmm. who um, I see so it's a collection of people. It's it's a mixture of um, No, I've got this obsession with women who work in nightclubs in the toilet. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, them so they. Much. I. That's a We have the to craft. have. We
3: we have to have conversations when I'm in the toilet. I, we have to. And have yeah, I a need moment. to acknowledge them. I'm calling you auntie. I'm
2: giving you respect. Hello. Right. I'm yeah. tipping the shit out of tipping, you. Tipping. Get helping them with their work. Hello. Assisting. Hello. Yeah. Because yeah, facts. I, I've got this obsession. Like I just walk in and I'm like, oh babes, whatever you're grafting for, I respect this. So much. Again,
3: you use the word like grafting and working hard. I feel like that has come up a lot, like Mm. grafting, working hard, being strong. Mm. Do you you feel like that is a necessity for a black woman to have in this this world? A thousand percent. Is that fair?
2: No. Mm.
3: Never. And never will be. Does that take a toll
2: on your mental health? Oh, big time. Mental, physical, spiritual, everything. Because Mm. you're questioning everything now right mm-hmm. and it's making it's really testing you hourly almost mm. because you face it from something as small as a tut from somebody on the tube mm. because you exist mm. to somebody out and out calling you all of the things right so it's small lots of small things can get at you if i tap you once that's nothing if i keep tapping you yeah Eventually at some point, this is going to annoy the life out of you. and You're going to explode, Mm -hmm. right? But when you explode over a tap, it makes it look, the balance looks off, Mm -hmm. right? So people know how to get you in that way, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it happens to black women, I say, hourly, if not by the day. Mm -hmm. depending on the space that you're in. And it's hard and it's heavy and it's boring. Mm -hmm. Let me say, it's boring to have to deal with. And that's why for me, I literally go to work and I stay in my corner. Mm. I' not I'm not someone who really networks or goes to lots of events please I just I don't want you're trying
3: to get in them six and a half hours please
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to delay some of these wrinkles I just please. I just want to be the, have the career that I want and not the stress that comes with it I try nice. to manage it please. Like please, I really it's so important to me to have the peace, to go to work and then come home yeah. and have the space that I need. Like that's what I
3: need. Going back to my question when I asked you about what you see when you think of, you know, the black woman, you said it's a mixture of things. Do you feel like the world mainly sees a dark skinned woman when they think of a black woman? Yes. They do. Yeah. They, okay, so they don't see necessarily a mixed or light skin
2: because when they see that they say yeah she might be black but she's got some beginner Mm. or do you know what i mean it's never just a black person when we know it probably is yeah um but it's never just a black person also when they say black i like to listen to how people say things and when they say things the words they're using Mm -hmm. because often more often than not i believe anyway a human being will take what someone says and receive it how they want to hear it
3: that's also facts yeah
2: I like to listen to the words you're actually using in the order you're using them mm-hmm. because I want to take that message. Yeah. Right? And so, what I've noticed is some people say black, they say black, they go down and it's heavy. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of it being black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I listen to that when they talk. I say, yeah. Yeah. She's a black girl. Oh. Mm. Oh. You see, it's different. Oh. To, yeah, she's a black girl. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's very different. Hello? Yeah. And so you have to really listen to people when they yeah. talk, you know. Yeah. Because it could be your friend saying it. Yeah. yeah. But it's it, and it could and it might not even be intentional in that way. It could even be ingrained in them because yeah, it it's their subconscious, yeah. But you have to listen to that so I really listen to when people talk. And it's a it's 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 so you said that
3: You see all different kinds of, you know, faces when you think of black women. Do you feel like there's been... And you think that the majority of this, of society would just see a dark-skinned woman. Do you feel like that has changed since 2020 with the Black Lives Matter movement in terms of people's thoughts because of representation and things like that and what we see?
2: I think it might have changed in the minds of some allies. Mm-hmm. Because even some allies, even in their allyship, are still a little bit ignorant because maybe they weren't exposed to some things. Yeah. Now they have been exposed to some things and it's helped them. Yeah. I think people who just don't want to accept that black women aren't monsters... Yeah. Won't accept
3: Coming back around to when I asked you about the four words that you had, um, we also are very aware that in our community that we... It, we're subjected to stereotypes. One of them being, you know, the angry black woman. How does that, like we've spoken a lot about strength and things like that. How does that make, that, that even that phrase, like what feelings does that coin when you think of the angry black woman? And do you think that it serves a purpose? Do you think it's bad? Or do you think, fuck this, I am an angry black woman at yeah. times, the same way you are an angry whatever you are.
2: Yeah definitely the latter yeah i'm more a case of i think it's a good question to ask at this point in the podcast because after Mm -hmm. everything was discussed how can i not be angry facts exactly (laughs) you get what i'm saying yeah um yeah how could we not be angry i think Mm -hmm. you should applaud us when we're not angry because we found some way to find joy in our day Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, under all of the pressure that's put upon us we found a way to still be fun and you know caring and loving and yeah. mindful and respectful and all of these other things so yeah i mean i'm like yeah black women should be angry mm-hmm. i don't understand what the issue is yeah again it goes to consternation the angry black woman or the angry black woman yeah in a mm-hmm. tired way because we yeah. are that right yeah. Instead so, of being dismissive of it, it's it robs like it's a bad black thing.
3: women of that emotion, which they're fully because
2: everybody fully who's not to. black is allowed to be angry. She's a little bit upset.
3: Right? Yeah, she's
2: just a little bit upset. She might be in your face for three minutes. to be on your skin. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit upset. The Keisha's but angry. The black and... woman over there kisses her teeth. Jesus, yeah. why is she so aggressive? Aggressive. Yeah. It's just.
3: Do you feel like uh, being the representation of the black woman in media, be it TV, films, whatever? Do you feel like that encourages that the perpetuation of this angry black woman as something that is not aggressive, not, 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 not aggressive, not acceptable and aggressive?
2: Um, I think it's starting to change. Yeah. But definitely before. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 100%. They would always hire um. I feel like, anyway, for a particular role, especially when you've got that one black woman somewhere, mm-hmm. like as a side friend, yeah. or the funny friend, mm-hmm. the friend who doesn't know much, the friend who's the idiot, that black woman, yeah. when she exists, normally it would be a very butch lady mm-hmm. who adheres to their stereotype that black women can't be attractive. Yeah. You know? And that's why they would take a Halle Berry... And yeah. throw her up on the highest pedal school and try to act like a Whoopi Goldberg isn't all of yeah you know wow I mean? yeah
3: ped like back, not backtracking um, piggybacking off of that m- light-skinned women dark-skinned women there's there's a thing there which is almost like an elephant in the room which it it saddens me we've seen in the media you know um that what happened with Rochelle Humes yeah. and my mind's gone blank mine too I know who you're talking about yes oh my days
2: I know but it it, it adds to look at who we remember
3: also it adds to because you have been forced in front of us yeah
2: it adds to do you feel
3: like again like keeping in focus the representation of black women do you feel like it is mainly light skinned women that are put in, in in these places where they have a platform and they're and they're you know at the forefront, representing black women and almost erasing dark skinned women in in media.
2: Um, definitely yes. Mm-hmm. For me, and I wanted to just say, for me, when it comes to that Rochelle thing, yeah, yes, it's irritating that she gets to be the black woman who um, is is the fourth, is the is the face of this issue. She wouldn't have experienced what most black women have gone through when they enter a hospital. Yeah. She also, when I was having her babies, was a celebrity. So she definitely wouldn't have experienced what other regular Mm non-celebrity black women in a regular NHS hospital Mm. would have experienced, right? Um, uh, So I just don't think she was the right person for the job Mm. based upon that. Um, But...
3: Do you not still see representation of one of the many faces that black, like when I asked you what is a black woman, you said I see lots of different things. Do you not think that that someone like Rochelle would still be a representation of that?
2: Oh, definitely. I think she should have been interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? I think she should have been interviewed. Mm -hmm. Because her experience isn't, it's not that her experience isn't important, it still is. Yeah. Because I'm sure she still would have faced something. Mm -hmm. But... The title of the show yeah, was for black women. Mm-hmm. And not to exclude her from that entirely, because she is still um, uh, a black woman. Mm-hmm. She's a mixed-race woman. Mm-hmm. And so I know that me going to a hospital with my black mum and how, we, how we we're received... Is completely different. ...to her walking up with her white mum. Yeah. Very different. Facts. Very, very different.
3: Um, do you think the portrayal of light-skinned women and dark-skinned women does differ in the media and how, how does that play out? Do you I think... think
2: it definitely used to, but now we've got, I mean, it depends on what area you're looking at. Mm. I mean, in politics, it's always going to be... Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the media now is understanding that we deserve to be angry. Not just yeah. the media, I would say the industry, the, the creative industry. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the journalists, they're just going to always be who they are. Yeah. But the creative industry is definitely understanding that we are who we are. We deserve to be who we are. Yeah. It doesn't exclude what we bring to the table. Yeah. And if you don't want us to be any black woman, don't be an asshole. It's yeah. literally that simple. Yeah, that's the it. As as don't treat me as a black woman, just treat me as a woman. As a person, even. Mm. That's it. Don't look at... My skin tone, where I come from. Just look at do, do I fit the job spec? Yeah, done. If I do, can I have the job for the same wage? If yeah, I don't send me on my way. Yeah, done.
3: I do. All. When you think about light-skinned women in the media, what are the four words? Or let's let's keep it to three. What are the three words that you that come to mind in how they are representate represented?
2: They're represented as beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're represented as controllable. Mm-hmm. The, the, the blacks that you can't control.
3: Ooh. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah.
2: And they're represented as sellable. Okay.
3: And dark skinned women?
2: Uh, again, angry,
3: bully, mm-hmm. aggressive. What about when you think about white women in the media?
2: Three words. I'll be honest, I don't think about white women. <laughs> um. <laughs> But for the sake of the podcast, for the sake of the show, I think honestly, from my heart, yeah, boring. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before, boring, <laughs> Bo- literally. Okay.
3: And in, in terms of how they're represented, though,
2: okay, yeah, okay, how they're, they're represented as uh, like wonderful Disney character princesses who everyone should want to be like, mm-hmm. that's literally it's a sentence it's not even free words there's
3: a real pattern there and if you look you know you've said the white woman acceptable Disney princess aspiring yeah. the, the light skinned woman you said you know controllable which I find very interesting mm. um, controllable sellable beautiful and then we've got the dark skinned woman undesirable angry etc there's a, a very clear pattern there with the fact that the light you are the brighter and nicer you are and things like that. And this is still very much the case in the media now. Yeah. With that in mind, how can we, like, especially, not just black people, but the white people that listen to this, how can we go about in our daily lives to try and alter that? Like, what would your advice be?
2: I would just say, take people for the person they are mm-hmm. on the inside yeah, and not on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's age old, but it literally is just take people for who they are not for who society says they should be not for who even your mind perceives them to be Mm -hmm. actually who they are because these are three very different things Mm -hmm. and you can see someone on social media and expect them to be a hundred different things yeah and whatever you think when you're at home with your phone when you meet them scrub that out start again yeah because that's what we need to do because once you approach somebody with an expectation, once they go against that grain, you're going to be upset, and you're going to you've married yourself to a man that doesn't exist. Yeah.
3: So you're you're at here in these streets in these doing streets. doing what you're doing and doing it very well, might I add. Yeah. Do you feel that that is how you are represented then as a dark skinned woman in media? Those words that media that we you know, there's stereotypical words that we think that media represent the kind of woman that you are. Yeah. Do you feel like that applies to you, or do we think back to the four words that you used before? Well, beauty and strength and things of that nature.
2: I would like to think it's the former. I think I would like to think it's mm-hmm. strength and, and love. And I think some people would receive that from mm-hmm. me. It, it, it literally depends on their mindset and the standpoint that they have yeah. towards black women. But I know there are some people that do find me to be direct and aggressive and um, I would say direct and aggressive. Mm. yeah because when I'm at work, even though I'm a comedian, I am not a clown. Oh two okay. different things. Yeah, speak on it so What they think that they can do is always run joke with you or on you. Yeah. all of the time. And I'm like, babe, if I'm not on stage, <laughs> I'm just Tanya, innit? Yeah. <laughs> so if we're running jokes, I'm running jokes back, innit? Yeah. Don't, Don't be cry. mad. Don't cry. my mouth
3: goes mad. Don't go to HR now. Okay. Right?
2: Yeah. I'm saying I'm very much go to my green room and now, especially now we have to have our room. Yeah. And I'll stay in there until you call me. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothering anybody. I've got my things on my phone. Yeah. I've got my things in my bag. I make sure I put my bag so I don't have to bother. No one. Mm. I've even got coffee in my bag. I've got all my snacks in my bag. I make up everything. I have everything I need in really? my yeah. bag. I don't even need you lots sandwich. Yo, try, trying. I've got my own. Yeah. Yeah? Oof. <laughs> please. Don't bother me, please. <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: don't bother be, me, please. Please, just please. <laughs> please be alone. <laughs> I'm asleep. I just <laughs> want to relax. <laughs> so taking into account that you are this this presence and you, you've you know, acknowledged like how you may be um, represented to the public, do you ever think about that as a black woman and other young black girls looking up at you and think of how, you know, your you might add to a certain kind of narrative. Does that ever, like, weigh on you? Like, oh, I need to be careful of this. I need to do this, like... Some things, yeah. There's some things
2: that I know that I wouldn't, like, for example, post or make social Mm -hmm. because, one, um, that's not your business. But two, um, yeah, people are watching me. You just don't know who, right? And you don't know who you're a role model to. You don't know why you're a role model to them, right? Yeah. All I can do is be me in every space I walk into. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the biggest present I can give everybody because the last thing I want you to do is like me based on something that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? That's I think that's more dangerous than um, me doing anything else. So, you know, you've got these people who are following Kim K's and all these people. We yeah. don't know her how her actual person. We don't know her. Mm-hmm. So for anybody to be out here, whether you thank her or not, die dieharding for her is moronic. Isn't yeah. It? Um so for me the best thing I can do is be literally my whole self whenever I enter anything. Yeah. And then at least from there, whatever people think, what
3: So pre uh, you know George Floyd's brutal murder in 2020, did you were you more aware of were you more aware of you no, or less aware? Less aware. Okay, in what sense? Definitely.
2: I think just less aware of what hit me the hardest after George when I did like, you know we all, to I'll say that, but mm-hmm. a lot of people after George did some soul searching yeah. because there was a lot that came up that I was like, shit, I've been lost, like, and not even knowing it that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've been just taking swipes to the face. Yeah. Not knowing there's an actual swipe to the face. Yeah. And that showed up in me a lot. Mm-hmm. And so from that day... I've taken my myself and I've just made a point that at no point in any space, especially when I'm not disrespectful and I'm not when I go to work, hmm Is everyone gonna be disrespectful to me? Yeah. No. It's at not at any point. No, 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 yeah. I don't I don't need, a job like that. Yeah. I need it like that. People try to control you with money yes yeah, but I've got this thing and it pays this much yeah, but my, my sanity my my, 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 my is not worth costs a lot more yeah. than your 250 yeah yeah so you can hold on to that I'll hold on to this and everyone's happy mm. yeah and uh,
3: in terms of representation of black women do you feel that has differed since that moment in, of history yes mm.
2: oh yes I think do I you don't see know yourself more or i definitely see myself more yeah. oh god i love breaking i mean i think we all can say yeah we all enjoyed the trio um uh Kelechi and oh yes I, Dr. I Sh- all, yeah 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 i think we all can say yes yeah that was a moment that was everybody yes definitely that, a moment <laughs> right
3: big up to those three ladies hello <laughs>
2: right so I think <laughs> for me, it's just nice to see, and it's not just those three. There's loads more, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice to see. You wake up every day, and they 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 post, and within two minutes, it's like two thousand k, you know, yeah. two thousand shares and likes and comments, and this is what I want to like see. Like you said at the
3: beginning, like when we walk into a room, when we leave, they're talking about us. Yeah, and that's literally what those three women people like yourself do. You go, you do it and people are talking. Is it? Mm-hmm.
2: Go for the job that you're meant to be there for and don't do anything else. I swear by it because once you start doing the extra, what? Yeah. <laughs> extra comes, it?
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a word. Once you start doing the extra, extra comes. <laughs> <Listen>. Shit then.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so these are some questions that I've been asking everyone that comes on this show. So how... Did what happened to George Floyd, uh, the surge in the media attention and the awareness for the Black Lives Matter movement affect you last year?
2: Um, I definitely had to do some work. You said work. you did some soul yeah. searching as well, yeah. did some tanya work and just had to figure out what my new ba- ba- barriers, boundaries, borders were Yeah. Um, now that I did, you know, all of that work.
3: Did you feel like the outrage... And the, you know, the presence of it online gave you more confidence oh, to yes. assert the rights that had been st- stolen from you as a black woman.
2: Without that, I wouldn't even, some of the stuff I wouldn't even have known yeah. was a piss take. Yeah, you said, yeah. You know, So that was necessary for me. I think it was necessary for all black women and young children to see yeah. just how we should be carrying ourselves and what we should and shouldn't be allowing. You know? mm-hmm. and, in, and then even in that, what was beautiful about some of the black women that were doing that but they were then giving us tools on how to, mm-hmm. you know, assert yourself effectively in a, in, in a space, mm-hmm. and that was beautiful for me. Mm-hmm.
3: This is a bit of a side note question, but do you feel like when you are the only black woman in an office, in you know, on set or wherever you are, do you feel like that cape of I am the only black woman here? Do you feel like they need they need to have that and be aware? Or do you feel like it's something that they can take off and ju- just be? What, no. Oh, no, no, yeah. Mm.
2: When you walk into the space, you are the voice for your type of black person. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So the type of person who's like me, I'm the voice in that moment. Yeah. Not all black women, because I'm not like yeah. black women. Mm-hmm. But for the type of person that's like me, in that moment, yeah, I'm the voice. That's definitely... And, and I'm, not, I'm definitely going to turn up the volume. Mm-hmm. Don't turn
3: it down. nice so. and where the next big question so where are you now
2: Ooh, i am on i would like to say the better side of my journey yeah of my uh seeking self um but i started that journey three years ago so, okay um george floyd just kind of gave it an extra spotlight i would say mm-hmm. right the lights and right, like maybe the corners Mm. That I was still probably trying to ignore. Yeah. Um, and, and made me look at the whole room. But I'm definitely on the brighter side of it now. Whereas, you know, like, you get to a space in your... Uh, I, I call it bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, um where you enjoy finding out what the triggers are. Yeah. So you can then... Say, Address them. Yeah. Because when you have confirmation, you're like, okay, now I know what it is. I can fix it. So i'm in a space where i am grateful for who i am what i've come through yeah i like the skin i'm in today i like who I am today and i tell you this now it's just gonna get better i'm yes. almost 40 and i can't is like it gay,
3: babes i don't know i always get shocked when black people tell me their age. i need to really stop that <laughs> we can't no nah. every time, time i'm surprised but why but i know this yeah. <laughs> we know this
2: yeah. And I can't wait because you know 40, they say 40 is that that the, the decade where you're like, fuck it, I don't give shit no more. Mm. I think I'm already there. I was going to say, in my head, I was thinking, where, I feel like you've been there. I've been minute. there, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I've been there, but I'm like, when I'm 40, I'm, like, yeah, I'm definitely there now. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, bruh.
3: <laughs> where do you think the world is now? And linking that into the representation of the black woman.
2: I think we're in a tug of war. Mm. I think... The, there's two sides of us there's the we want to keep things how it used to be we like it like that side yeah. and then there's the no guys the way you like it is actually racist to a whole lot of people and mm. it's mad we want it to be equal side and uh, we've got a couple more on our side now yeah um, that's definitely happened we're still having a massive tug of war though mm-hmm. we're still going back and forth the ribbon still hasn't crossed any line yet mm. and um, I think that's where we are
3: yeah and i think that you know having conversations like these and doing um putting on bit workshops or just showing up like you said as your true black self what whatever shade that is definitely aids that that tug of war battle and takes us more in the right direction um however we do still have a long way to go i think we're all very clear about that um and you know showing up as yourself sometimes can be draining and take its toll on your on a, a, any black person so any other ethnic minorities mental health because it is an extra task yeah. to everything else that you're trying to accomplish yeah. um with that being said uh what Dancers Network and like what this whole week and this podcast aims to do is to raise money for a charity called Black Minds Matter. Uh, their mission is to connect Black individuals and families with free mental health services uh, by professional Black therapists to support their mental health. Um, so I'm going to put links in the bio in the bio where you can like donate if you'd like to and stuff like that. Um, how do you, with all of this being said, how do you take care and nurture? your mental health i know you said th- therapy at one point yep. is there anything else that you do like on a day-to-day to help you with these With i that?
2: definitely do i work out mm-hmm. um, yes that's a big one for me as well
3: massive.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and i'm very fortunate to be able to do that in the space of my home yeah so, um and if, if i don't like doing it at home then i'll go for a jog or go for a walk or mm. sometimes i just go to the gym mm-hmm. but it's I think it's really important to be able to have that moment of the day. Um, just, you know, it releases so much. I have fallen in love with Pilates and yoga. Is like, it? Oh my god!
3: I'm going to show you something after this. On uh,
2: yeah. Uh, I just I've, I, I love Pilates. Yeah. And yoga. Just, I've
3: not done Pilates yet, but I want to do yoga. Yeah, it's just. I want to get into that more. It's the best
2: thing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do. Centering. More. Yeah, and um, listen, listen. Let's not forget, it's an Indian.
3: It's an ethnic. Activity, it's one of our things. It's one of our things. So, like, black boys, girls, non binaries, like, don't feel like you can't go and do yoga because it, it's 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 ours and it if belongs you in our season. You'll find one of us teaching it. Facts.
2: So, um, but you have to go to like page
1: three,
2: anyway. So, um, <laughs> wow, too representation! Too many shoes <laughs> on page one and two. Um, but yeah, so uh, yoga is great. I try to meditate more. Yeah, um, and just kind of, I've, I've literally just surrounded myself with. Village that I want. Yeah, that's the best thing for me. I've listened to my body now because I do have PTSD reactions to people whose is off. Yeah, because I've had too many, you know, yeah. moments in the past. So now it's literally if I don't like it from the beginning, I'm just gonna leave it here.
3: What advice do you have to any young black girl trying to break through, break through in, you know, the entertainment industry or any industry?
2: I just say be yourself mm. And Know your shit mm. Don't Don't come onto this thinking You can blag this. Yeah You have to be ready For every stage mm-hmm. um, And if you're not ready Say so Yeah Don't put yourself in a situation That's going to give you anxiety And headaches And heartaches And bellyaches and Yeah bellyaches. Don't do it um, I'm definitely somebody Who has waited I mean there's definitely Been some years That fear has held me back mm. Because I was just scared To take that next step mm-hmm. um, But But I definitely agree. Wait until you're ready. Do Don't mm. force yourself, do but be on your game and be yourself. Okay. Oh. Cool.
3: Thank you so much, Tanya, for coming on. Thank I've had you. such a good time. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. I w- I, when I when I saw the like the um, the theme of the conversation, I was like, shit, like this is a lot. But I feel like with your we help I mean it was mainly users. Yeah. you was really ah. talking all the things I was just here facts facts yes but <laughs> fang- fangirling over you bro. <laughs> but no I, I definitely think like this has been an amazing conversation hopefully the people that have listened to this have either learned stuff or um, re- things have resonated with them or they've felt oh my god that's relatable to me so yeah thank you so much for coming on thank and being you. a part of this process it's been a pleasure to have you on